0: Hi, you are listening to the Hearts Unleashed podcast, where we are turning dreamers into doers. And I'm your host, Abigail Gazda. All right, welcome, hearts. You guys, I am so excited to share today's guest with you. Her name is Olenka Kalanen. and I saw her speak just the other week at a FEN event. And you guys have already met Rachel; she is the owner, the facilitator of FEN and the Female Empowered Network. And Olenka was there. You know, I have to tell your story, Olenka. Where it's this event. There's probably about between thirty. 40 women there. And I can see Olenka from across the room. She's got this cute little pink dress on, her blonde hair, and just looking sweet as can be. And she just sticks out. She shines so bright. And that's just her being. And then... Come to find out she's the speaker of the night and she stands up and she shares her book. She shares her mission. I start first, specifically hashtag. I start first. I'm going to let her tell you a little bit more about that, but she stands up and she just starts speaking about what she is up to and you know, she is really up to a lot. She is a best-selling author. She is a speaker. She has had TEDx talks, which she's going to share a little bit about, but she is also a millennial speaker and success coach. And she's got a specific method called the backbone of success that really helps leaders become CEOs of their lives. And it's just amazing because she stood up there and shared all that But the fire and the passion and the conviction in her voice truly just spoke volumes about what she's up to and who she is in the world and who she really is as a champion for both women and children and men, I'm sure. But she's on a pretty specific mission. So Olenka, thank you so much for joining us today.
1: Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be on it. I love, love, love the message of Hearts Unleashed. Oh, uh, yeah. It's absolutely my passion to live this way. So thank you for having me. It's yeah. So excited.
0: Yes. Thank you. And, you know, I just would love, would love for you to share a little bit about your background. Now, I got the inside scoop at the FEN event, but I would love for you to share with our listeners your journey and what you've been up to. Yeah, no, thank you so much. Uh, You know, I do have quite an interesting story,
1: and I'm sure our listeners will be able to hear my accent. It is not from Texas. (laughs) As I say, it is actually from Russia. I moved here right before I turned 21, uh, and I borrowed. $450 four hundred fifty dollars from my uncle. You see, I grew up in a very interesting lifestyle. My mom was a diehard entrepreneur going out there on the limb, you know, ran her company for thirty seven years and I learned a lot of skills being around her, but I also think I never appreciated them. You know, I was translating million dollar contracts across the rooms and didn't think anything of it. I thought all teenagers lived like that. And then my dad being super conservative, you know, he worked for the government, but I also had, you know, a very much personal story, which I now refer to as a reverse princess syndrome, because I, and from that and being daddy's girl to my dad, essentially selling everything out of the house, becoming a complete alcoholic. And my parents going through this very drawn out divorce. So because of that, you know, borrowing the $450 came more out of the fact that I realized I could not build it by myself in Russia, but I could absolutely build everything that I wanted to by myself here in the U.S. Mm -hmm. So out of that, you know, fast forward a few years forward, I build novices. I started first as my second brand. Um, I had a company called Rising Tycoons that now was sold and, you know, have been able to do TED Talks work with some incredible incredible people across the country. I'm a venture mentor for startups. I coach women entrepreneurs via online boot camps. And then I also run an event called I Start First Boss Babe Summit for women to meet up, up level their business and their mindset and you know fall in love with themselves all over again. So you know when you think back to $450, I think that's where hashtag came from because I'm a true true believer that whatever you want to change in the- the world, you have to start it.
0: Super, super clear message there. Um, nailed it at the end too, is like, we're going to jump on that. But before we go into I start first, I would love for you to kind of speak to that reverse princess syndrome because wow what amazing it's your life. So it's kind of that second nature. Like you, you're, I thought all teenagers live like that, but that's not the case. And so, um, you know, a lot of our listeners, there's a lot of people in general come from like, think that they're starting from nothing right To, to the idea of you coming here with $450 and knowing what you've had in the past, knowing that it can go away and you can build it again. Like I hear so much resiliency and persistence in that story. And I would love for you to speak to that, what what you really had to um, harness for yourself, because I'm sure there's plenty of us going through something like that.
1: Yeah. You know, I'm a big fan of now talking about this specifically in terms of blame. I think a lot of times we fall victims to our own blame. I mean, I blame my parents for the longest time. I blame my mom for not getting divorced sooner. I blame my dad for putting me through that situation and the pain and the heartache. But then, you know, at some point I realized that you can either take that blame or essentially send it outwards on other people or or you turn it into... powerful moment and you bring it back to your life and you say, yes, this is what I learned from this. Now, how can I do better? How I can take my power back and build from that? So, you know, for all the people who are out there and everybody has their own circumstances, you know, I hope you can see from my example that your circumstances don't define you. You know, where you start does not define you. Where, you know, your socioeconomic status, your family, everybody has their own circumstances, but essentially it's up to you to take that power back and build on that and, you know, redesign your life. You literally can restart every day. That's why I'm so passionate about starting because yes, yes, you can literally restart every day of every moment of every hour, but you have to put your decision into it and your willpower into that. And yes, sometimes I mean, I, I lived in a goodwill furnished apartment. I clearly remember eating a bag of chips or my mom coming to visit and saying, would you like me to make you eggs? And me and my roommate laughing because we've been eating eggs for like last four months. <laughs> you know, I've, basically everybody's story starts somewhere. And the only thing that's going to separate you from everybody else is your, like you said, it's a resiliency but most importantly, your desire to revamp your life into whatever you want it to be.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, thank you so much. That's amazing. So, I heard that you really gave up the blame game; like it wasn't serving you. You had to let go of that. You really grabbed onto your power and your initiative. And you know, you said something here about just bootstrapping it—the goodwill furnishings and the chip bags of chips, like. I think in today's world, and Gary V, incredible entrepreneur, Gary Vee often talks about this, is like that social media syndrome, comparing yourself. Now, I'm super curious about your perspective on this because you, from over here or anybody listening and based on your credentials, you made it, woman, you have made it. And so we look, you know, what do you have to say to those of us looking in, on timelines and news feeds and seeing other people who we think have made it and really doubting, us, starting ourselves, our mission, our progress and process. Yeah.
1: A couple of things for anybody who knows me, if I ever worked with you or if I've never worked with you, I only have one motto whenever I try people or work with them or speak to them I always say I'm I'm always going to be in your face but on your side so I'm very direct (laughs) in the way I say things and so to be honest it's two things one stop competing it's basically you versus you. The only competition you have, you have to stay in your own lane. Like you have to stop comparing your day one to everyone else's highlight reel. And more than that, I'm going to call a lot of you out and tell you you have to stop being jealous of their highlight reels. You have to retrain your mindset, go into those timelines. Well, first of all, you need to know about 80% of that is generated, you know, with overlays and specifically staged. And most of it is not canned Okay. We're all going to be honest because I promise you, I don't look like this at 6am. I don't have my false eyelashes (laughs) and my full on makeup. And I still, you know, to this day, you say made it. I still laugh about it when I open Instagram, like who looks like this. And I mean, I work with women, so it's extra glorified for us. And you can get insecure very quickly, whether you made it or not. You know, I always look at this picture thinking, God, girl, I love you. How in the world do you look like this at 6 a.m.? But it's not true. I mean, a lot of these pictures obviously have been done months prior or right. weeks prior. And some. And if they do happen to be candid in the moment, that's great. You know, if you are willing to put this much effort, I am all with you. This is not me. I promise you, if any of you ever see me before 9 a.m., there'll be no false lashes or makeup. Uh, so... <laughs> (laughs) but here's the thing you have to stay in your own lane right you have to just refocus and then retrain your brain of saying oh wow When you see somebody that you like and you want to be that, you say, wow, you know, how can I see this? What can I do more of to be like that? How can I get there faster, but not to become them, but just say, you know what? Good for them. I can't wait when my moment happens. It's retraining your brain into that positive thinking that rather than going, why not me? You're going, great. How can it be me too? So, mm-hmm. and that definitely changes your perspective on things because you know, unfortunately we live in this super competitive world. You know, I go to enough business schools and here I'm trained on this ridiculous mentality that unless you're number one, you don't play. I absolutely disagree with it. I can tell you right now, unless you get on the court and start, you will never be number one. Mm-hmm. But I Personally, don't believe in number one, period. I believe you're number one in your life because my happiness is not going to be what Abigail's happiness or or any of you. You know, not everybody wants to run a million dollar companies. We have to walk away from that concept. And, you know, you just have to be passionate and decide what your happiness looks like. But most importantly, yes, two things. Retrain your brain to say, when will it be me and how? And two is stay in your own lane. Don't ever collaboration over competition any day you
0: guys Mm. Mm, yes will you speak a little bit to collaboration um your experiences maybe who you're collaborating with or a tip that you've got yeah, definitely. Honestly, I can tell you that almost killed my first company
1: ability, inability to collaborate. I think mm. millennials, as millennials, we're especially bad at that because we do have that social media power. We can build kind of whatever persona and presence we want to have. So we don't always collaborate very well. So I actually stalled my company's growth from because of my inability to collaborate, and when my first mentor came on board, she said, you know, what are you doing? Why are you still running everything by yourself? I mean, and, you know, I hear that a lot of with startups or starting entrepreneurs who are just barely getting on that, you know, road, they're saying, well, I don't have the money. I can't pay anybody else. Yes, 1,000%, but there are interns. There are people who will help you for free. I can promise you that the most powerful phrase you will learn in your life is, I need help. Okay, because all of us are caught up in our egos sometimes and we all want to be the, you know, the boss babes, the bosses of our lives. And we don't ask for help enough. You have people in your life who donate their time. To a million other causes. Let one of those causes be you and learn to ask for help. And you need mentors as early as you can. You should find people in your industry who are badasses and go ask them for help first and do it in an obviously nice, polite way. But most anybody will give you 30 minutes or an hour of their time like every other month but they again will propel you so much faster. And then learn to collaborate, find people in your industry who are already doing great things. or maybe they're midway to doing great things and you just start, you try to figure out win-win. Honestly, we don't spend enough time of on win-win situations in our lives. And that was probably one of the fastest ways I build my community is I would meet with people who I knew could do nothing for me at the time just so I could connect them to someone else because eventually it all comes around it all comes around Mm
0: -hmm. oh my gosh you guys this is why I had her on the podcast just so you know (laughs) you're oh my gosh so so many things so much greatness thank you for all those tips because I mean Any question I could have come up with, you almost answered it right then and there. So great, great work. And honestly, your confidence just seeps through the speakers. So thank you for bringing every bit of who you are. And I think, like, I love what you're telling us and our listeners. And I, you know, initial resistance is like, what if we don't have that confidence? Or like, how do we build? Like, it just, you got it. So how do we get that?
1: Well, first of all, nobody got it. Okay. There are very few people who got it. I wasn't the one who got it either. I can tell you right now, you guys, I'm a speaker, but let's look at facts. Okay. I mean, yes, it's beautiful. And Abigail, I appreciate like the most amazing introduction ever. It still like makes me think, is it really me? (laughs) But here's the reality of the situation. If we look at facts, right, this is not my first language. I was not born in this country. I am a speaker who now seeks globally on training and working, but all these facts are kind of against me, right? The odds were against me from the very beginning. And I can tell you guys, when I was uh, eight years old, I had a German shepherd jump on my back and I was stuttering. My parents actually were told that I may start a full life. And that is one of the reasons I speak fast because it was my coping mechanism to get over the stuttering situation. So if you saw some of my first speaking you know, engagements and my first speeches I practiced with, you know, turban towel around my head and a hairbrush in front of a mirror, holding it like a microphone. I promise you, they don't look anything like the ones today. I mean, I did not start at the level I am today. So that is why, again, I'll go back to my favorite hashtag, I start first. Whatever is that you want to do, done is better than perfect. you got to stop hanging on to that idea of I need everything perfect, I need everything this, and I want to get this details in order. Done is better than perfect. Go get it done. You want to put in a workshop, go put up a workshop with three people. You want to, you know, start real estate, go get your license, start with somebody. You want to start in fitness industry, get one client. I mean, everybody wants this big thing, but every big thing starts with one first ugly extraordinary uncomfortable step so if you just start that's all it takes really
0: yeah thanks for speaking exactly to that because you really do your power is just like it's palpable and I love how you keep coming back around to, I mean, it is who you are is I start first. You take sole responsibility for the quality and direction of your life and you continue to encourage that in others. And so listeners, I hope you hear it. Like there ain't nothing to do but start. And really any entrepreneur, any entrepreneur who all of a sudden pops off, who's made it has been behind the scenes for probably anywhere from two to five to 10 years. Like authors and artists and speakers, anybody who looks like they made it and seemingly overnight did not start yesterday. And so Olenka is a great example of that, to overcome stuttering, to overcome speaking a second language, moving to a new country with $450 and just like making it and insisting and being the one to cause it. It's just such an inspiration. So thank you for sharing that. And please share a little bit about your company and about hashtag I start first.
1: Yeah. And so obviously, thank you so much for noticing that. Yes, everything I do in my life. I believe, I mean, again, I'm going to get super real with you guys. The world owes you nothing. Okay. Nobody owes you anything in this life. And if, if anything, if you want to leave a legacy and if you want to create something better, it's on you. It's hundred percent on you to go and get that started. So essentially when I started working with women, I got invited into a book project called Passionistas where 37 millennial women and came in and we all shared a chapter of the story on how we build our company from ground up. And then more and more people started reaching out to me, asking to work with women. And I essentially initially just developed a hashtag and started using it saying, you know, you got to just start. And then the hashtag turned into this sort of movement and people jumping on board and saying, we love it, how we can learn more. And then I brought in the boot camps, did a person, like in-person boot camp in Phoenix. And one of my friends said, you know, there's so many women across the country and across the world who could benefit that. And especially as women, I think we're always looking for that, you know, how can I do a fitness challenge? How I do a diet challenge? And I thought, you know, why don't we do challenges that are beneficial for your mindset and your business? I mean, if you're going to go hard at something for 30 days, let's go at something that will literally change your life. So I brought the book camps online and it's 30 days. You set up your 30 day goal. I obviously guide you in it. And then it's, once a week, you get an assignment, you get a coaching call with me for an hour in a group setting. I believe that women are designed to be in tribes. We benefit tremendously from other women supporting us, cheering us on, sharing the journey with us and hold us accountable if anything. I mean, come on, let's be real. I'm going to talk to just women for one second. I mean, you don't dress for yourself. You don't even dress for your men most of the time. You dress for the women because you know they will judge you way harder than anybody else in your crowd. So you are, you know, you want to make sure that your girls love it. And then, you know, the partners, the husbands, the men come in almost second. So because of that, you know, women have that nature of supporting each other, but also judging each other really harshly. And I also wanted to fix that stigma in boot camps and truly teach them how to collaborate. That's why you're in a group of 20 women. You go through the full 30 days. You can repeat it because you can set a new goal. And it's very simple. It's com. To what I said earlier. I mean, you got to just get excited, get behind something, and get started on whatever your passion is.
0: Yes, that is so amazing. And thank you. And listeners, go click over to istartfirst.com and register because there will be plenty of time when this is released. And you guys go take advantage of that. It's going to be so exciting. And you said something that I really wanted to tap into. It sounded like you you did Passionistas, your book, and it kind of snowballed, it sounds like. There was this demand for more that you just continued to feed into, and I think that's, I mean, I know you're you're a starter, however, it, it sounds like you really answered a calling. I'm interested in how that turned out for you. Yes and no. Awesome. So I'm going to get super candid with everybody here because I
1: love this. Okay, so yes, it was definitely a demand. And when I did passionesis and started speaking to women, I realized how much it was needed because I've been in business- arena for about 10 years before that. And every time I would go into any type of business settings, it's always 80, 20 or 90, 10 men to women ratio. So I'm like, I know we have more women who are leaders. I know we're more women who want to live their passion. I know we have more women out there. So I was like, you know, this is definitely needed, but something you need to realize, I've been in a business world for about 10 years and I only was used to working with men. Mm. so I was like well we need that but it's not gonna be me and (laughs) one of my friends who is a guy actually I am props to Jordan for life set me down and he said wait a second but you are saying that we need more women learning this but shouldn't you be the one teaching that and I said no because you know I only work with men I don't even like women operate completely differently he goes well Aren't you one? You know, aren't you a woman? Should we go back to basics and figure out, you know, how you got there and how you overstepped all the issues you were having? And you know, it made me laugh later, but then I was horrified. I was like terrified of doing it. So I'll be honest with you, I did not market my first workshop at all. As a matter of fact, I secretly hope nobody would show up. <laughs> and. I'm but I mean, again, it wasn't going. It was going against the grain because I had to start it because otherwise I would be a hypocrite not doing that. Yeah. And so, but I started it kind of like involuntarily to a degree with a lot of fear so that's what i'm telling you like i'm not joking i don't teach anything i haven't lived i was scared shitless i was freaking out i was like i don't really know what am i gonna do and all these women are gonna show up and i'm even gonna like me I are mean, they gonna appreciate what i'm teaching them but again, I went back to the basics. I went to what did I do to get where I am today? And so, yes, after the first workshop, it definitely started to snowball. Women started reaching out, saying, what else do you have? What else is out there? How else can we take it to the next level? So I created a closed Facebook group, You know, started inviting women there just to kind of collaborate and learn about each other. And so, yeah, it started to snowball from that point, and then you just watch the market, you feed that momentum, you feed into what people are asking for. And that's, I think, where it honestly separates good entrepreneurs from bad entrepreneurs. And not that I'm saying I'm a good entrepreneur, but I hope I am. Uh, But this is where sometimes companies get caught up of not listening to their audience. So it is never your idea you're growing. You're truly growing the idea of what people want to see or have. So you see because one of my early on mentors said one of my absolutely favorite lines and I'm going to close this piece with that. He said, "You are never bec- you will never become best by selling product or service. You will only become the best by selling them the experience they can't forget." Mm. And that- So true, like if you dial into your audience, if you're intuitive and listening to what they're asking for, you will scale so much quicker and grow so much quicker versus if you do what you want to do. And this is prime example with me. I could have continued to run boot camps on the ground in person. And I would have never had women from London and Chicago and Canada in Minneapolis Coming into boot camps like they do now. I would only keep it to the small crowd here in Phoenix. And not that I don't love Phoenix, but it would also deprive my women and my sparkle tribe from so many experiences.
0: Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, like, I just want to, yes, honey, yes, all of it. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you, know, you. It's so amazing because you really did answer that calling. And so I love how it presented itself to you and you're kind of resistant to like, I don't work with women. No, like that's not my thing. And to have it reflected with to you and then you do accept that and tap into it. You're right on like the most successful entrepreneurs are out there serving the audience needs. And, um, said another way is like the most successful entrepreneurs or companies are solving a problem, they have, they have a solution. So it may not be a product or a service that like, you know, you start with. It kind of, Sometimes that idea outgrows your human body or your human like mind capacity because the world is going to let you know. And so when you truly answer that calling and if you are an entrepreneur and you are, you know, you've got this idea or your heart is just just whispering to you or at this point screaming at you to get started on that idea, you know here's Olenka saying, I start first, get to it. Because when you see that you have a solution to someone, even a small niche, it doesn't matter. But when you've got a solution to a problem, it will sell and people will buy your service. People will buy your product, but it's got to be the solution first. And it's got to respond to that. And so whatever if people are asking for, So thanks for speaking to that. And then also, um, there's a concept that I'd love to bring to the audience, to our listeners, is interdependence. I say this a lot, but I, I don't use the actual term. I say we are better together. And I think that's everything that you're about. You empowering women, you being being involved with men and like just all around entrepreneur being direct and on your side, like I'll give you tears and I'll wipe them later. But, but still the fact that collaboration is the thing. I mean, for you to tell on yourself, thank you. Like for you to tell on yourself that it held your business back when you started to not collaborate, like hearts. I hope you heard it. I hope you learn the lesson and don't need to figure it out the hard way. But if you're struggling with why your business isn't taking off, look at how much, or if you're collaborating at all, because it really is quicksand underneath your feet that you're, you're sprinting as hard as you can. And you're getting like, um, actually I'm going to jump into a quote is one of my favorites. And I had to learn it the hard way. I'm jumping around here cuz you have dropped so much knowledge but if you want to go fast go by yourself if you want to go far get your team and I think it's beautiful because I remember my own biggest breakdown also Olenka was in a coaching call I'm bawling about why my stuff's not going my way I'm spending money it's happening I'm like I need help like it was this cry and the universe was literally just waiting for me to give it up and ask for it because I got phone calls. I called. I had all this new courage to call people and ask for support, and the floodgates opened. New, way new opportunities became available. New new money, new sales, new this, new that, and then new ideas. Because I had all this blockage in my heart trying to hold it all together myself, and that just wasn't working. And in life in business, in relationship, we are better together. So I'm interested if you have anything you want to say to that. You've definitely been talking on it, but...
1: Yeah, no, I love it. I love this quote. I love everything you just shared. And absolutely. And like I said, I will emphasize again that I think as women, we're designed designed to be in groups and tribes. And unfortunately... um, all around our society is not necessarily doing a fast job of talking and, you know, inspiring collaboration. We we talk about competition a lot. So I'm going to suggest it, And I mean, it's a little bit on the corporate end, but it, it it is a brilliant book. If you guys have never read a book called The Blue Ocean, highly recommend that it is specifically about the idea that you don't need to be in the shark tank and, you know, ripping fish out of shark's mouth. You can create your own blue ocean where you essentially create your own niche, your own approach to another concept that's out there to the problem you want to solve and you create your own blue ocean and there's plenty of fish in the sea a lot of times I think when we're younger meaning not by age but like younger in our professional lives we also have that a little bit of a fear-based mentality and we're really struggling thinking that if I give up this client or if I give up this project how am I going to live you know I'm not going to have the money I'm not going to be able to pay my bills but guess what if you give up that project that only semi worked with a good love and light and release i guarantee you something bigger and better will come along your way and it's it's on us to change that mindset to change that thinking that you know competition, competition, I have to outsell everybody. I deal with you know with a lot of startups where I literally have to work with them on that mentality that they will watch their competitors and you know they start getting so upset and emotional. Oh look their sales and they're doing so much better than us. But there you can't possibly serve all the clients. You know that better than anybody else. You can't possibly serve every client. Even in Phoenix, you would be exhausted and, you know, not willing to coach at all anymore. So we all need to remember that, that you guys can find brilliant win-win situations and grow double, triple times as fast And again, yes, I am aware, you know, I get, I'm going to get real for a second. Uh, I am aware, but yes, there'll be times where you will pour your heart out and somebody will straight up use you. And that's where you go, well, I should never collaborate. You know, that's why they say compete. Uh, Well, yes, but it's like dating or any type of relationship. There's always going to be. Ones that will teach you lessons, right? And then there'll be ones who will just work with you and they will mash and they will be in with you and magic will happen. Because I'm telling you, the right types of collaborations you do will propel you on a personal level and business level way more, way more than you could possibly imagine.
0: Yes, yes. I want to. <laughs> that was so great. And I love what you shared about not being able to serve everybody. Like, there's seven, what, seven billion people? Am I? I hope that's the correct statistic these days. But the Hearts Unleashed is so truly about every single one of us being such a unique gift, and that it is our job to listen to our hearts harness all that beautiful, powerful love and energy and then unleash it because Olenka is reaching a whole nother audience than I've ever had access to. I am reaching a whole nother audience that she's never had access to. And here we come together crossing paths and all of you lovely people get to meet her brilliance and, and it goes both ways. And it's so amazing because if you are sitting there convincing yourself that you aren't worth anything or that your idea isn't worth sharing and spreading, uh, we're calling bs on that because oh, yeah. you have a gift to be delivered and very uniquely in your way. like i I loved hearing Olinka's story about coming from Russia and learning a second language and how much bravery that took. And I don't have that story. Therefore, it doesn't like our stories are different and reach different people in different ways. It will even reach the same person in a different way. So if that's not clear yet, I'm going to say your heart is so incredibly unique. It's time for you to unleash it. It's time for you to just jump out there and like make it happen. And you totally can. And you have all the permission. It's up to you. You start first. (laughs) So if you haven't gotten that message yet, it is time for you to accept that your heart can be unleashed and we're talking about your unique gift. We're talking about sharing it and I want to share a story from today that I got this message and you were just talking about this applies to business, relationships, everything. I got a message from a dear friend on Facebook and he sends me this cute picture and it's it's like this flower poster and it says happy birthday and i can tell it is a labor of love and he sends it to me and he says hey i'm just reaching out because i made this beautiful birthday present for this girl that i like and she didn't like it she like turned me down and he and it was all i said to him was congrats like I am so happy that she didn't like it so that, you know, she's not that girl for you. You have the biggest heart. And he was like completely turned around in a minute that it's like, oh, wow, you can actually be grateful that it didn't work out or that, that you were talking about like when, when we're so dead set on a certain, maybe a business idea or a venture or whatever guys, dating, all of that thing is if it doesn't work out, it's a blessing it's a redirection to your next biggest step. So hearts, if you're, you know, you had the breakup, it's all right. If you had the, the got fired or you quit a job or a big project fell through, it's all right. And it's an invitation to bounce back. It's very likely even conditioning you deal with some heartache, grow your capacity for, you know, a a pitfall or a breakdown and have your breakthrough. So I'd love Olenka, if you have any insight on that, like what it looks like to really bounce back. You're an incredibly resilient person.
1: Well, I mean, again, nobody starts with being a Buddha, right? Like I am all about meditation and empowering yourself and being amazing. But here's again, here's back to my favorite. Listen, there's always going to be fall outs. There's going to be always fallbacks. There's always going to be, and I love that story, by the way. Gosh, what a great way to look at it completely differently, you know, and truly appreciate it because, you know, we have to have ab and flow, right? If you could eat all the food in the world in in a day or all your favorite dishes in a day, you would at some point stop being excited about it. So you need the times when, you know, it's, you need the contrast in your life. You absolutely need it because that makes you appreciate all the amazing things so much more. Now, the only difference and That's what you strive for is not spend your sadness, you know, not spend this much time on the contrast. So it's okay to get upset and it's okay to process situation. But the best way I can describe it to you, you know, I went from... Having major meltdown, breakdown, fall back, and spending weeks on that where you're on the couch eating ice cream out of a tub if you're a girl or if you're a guy, you're in the gym punching a wall, or hopefully not a that <laughs> kind. So uh, but I mean we all have our ways to cope with things. And if we do fall down and if we do, you know, stay there in that kind of sadness and the pool of bad emotions, don't let it last forever so even if you go there I went from weeks to now days to now hours right and I remember one of my mentors actually Darren Hardy who is a former publisher of success magazine saying that to me he said the difference between you and me is that I can get over my difficult tough situations in an hour while for you it may be weeks and For us, some of us, it's months. Mm. So your goal is, how do I take this situation? And one, do what Abigail just said. Look at it completely differently. One of the tricks I use, and I can share that with you guys personally, when I have a bad situation, I force myself to put a music, like I love music, music resonates with me. So I force myself to put one, my favorite song on and sit down right then and there and journal 10 positive things about that situation. Mm. I literally don't walk away. I mean, if I break down and cry, whatever I need to do to release the emotion, but then I go back and one of my ways to reflect on that is write down 10 good things. And sometimes you're like, there are no good things. Like I hear that all the time. (laughs) 10, like what are you talking about? I can maybe find one, but that's the point of this exercise, right? I want you to realize I'm a human. I, I mean, it takes me time sometimes too, to go deep and say, what is this that's good about it? What did I learn? And it's a lesson too. So appreciate the lessons. I mean, but here's the reality. And I mean, there are other techniques, you know, if meditation works for you, gym works for you, going to look at puppies. All my team knows I'm, I have to go online and look at puppies. It makes me feel better. So whatever <laughs> works for you, you do that. But the truth is, again, it's your mind, right? It's how you retrain yourself to look at the situation. Don't take forever. Dial it back to where it's a day, if it's really something tragic, you know, a few days. And then start back. Don't make yourself feel guilty that you now fell off. You know, a lot of times we get caught in that trap that you start feeling so guilty. Oh my goodness, you know, I lost two, three days. How am I gonna do this? You you did. You you are a human being. You lost a few days and now you're gonna wake up and start again. You know, I literally was just telling some of my girls today that I like completely fell off my routine with this holiday weekend. So this morning I got up and I didn't go, How could I leave three days without any routine? This killed everything, you know. I just got up and I said okay today is the day to start and I went back to the gym and I started right back to my routine I mean we have to be more forgiving with ourselves every time we restart and if you fall off and you have a major moment then yes find what's good in it find what lessons you learned and start over
0: Yes. Uh, What you said so resonated with me because I can quickly slip into my, like, the sky is falling mentality. If I have a setback, I'm like, what, what is life? None of my progress means anything. Like I'll just diminish everything. And I didn't know I did that actually. Like it was much more dramatic, you know, even two and three years ago. However, um the bounce back the rebound the resiliency is such is so important to speak to because you guys if you're out there and you you got to really it's time to spend some time in the mirror how long is it taking you to bounce back from stuff? Because not to say you have to be inhuman and not have those feelings. Olenka, I love what you offered is like journaling 10 positive things about the breakdown or the negative situation. That is so powerful. And um, it, we've just kind of met, but many of my listeners are in the uh, Facebook community, Growing Gratitude. And I'll tell you what. <clears throat> I am reporting back there every day to shift something that happened into gratitude. And it's, it's really an amazing, uh, it's been going on for two years and there's lots of people in there just flipping, flipping into gratitude. And it's amazing. But you guys, you've got to find why this was great for you. Like why the breakdown or how the breakdown like is the best thing that ever happened to you. And that's all mentality. It's all a choice, and it's the same thing with your body. Like you, Alinka, thanks for admitting. Like I just gave up my routine over the weekend, but instead of making myself wrong or lazy or have that internal conversation, it just shows you listen to your body. You got some rest, some relaxation, and you get to come right back repowered and energized. So, um, hearts get in front of that mirror or get, sit down with your journal and start getting real honest about how long it takes you to bounce back. Because I mean it when I say it can take an hour and it can take an hour for some serious stuff. And I won't even go down the rabbit hole of all the things that people have recovered from in, in miraculous um, amounts of time. But these aren't the things that have to hold you back you can let go of the struggle or the story that it, it will have ruined you. Like you are too powerful and you're too much of a gift. It's time to deliver it as we were sharing earlier. So, um, I just thanks Olenka for really bringing that conversation around because it's just so powerful and it is, it's a very direct conversation to be sharing with people who are so interested in living their heart unleashed. So um, I do wanna ask that question, what does it look like for Olenka's heart to be unleashed? Uh, I would say the most important thing for me is
1: being authentic. And especially authentic with myself. And I can tell you, I learned this early on the hard way. If you've ever worked with teens of being around them, you know that they have zero filters. And teenagers are very good about, I mean, talk about direct and authentic. They will tell you exactly what's wrong with you in like 0.5 seconds. (laughs) So um, I always joke with people, if you want to get authentic, go get in front of a room of teens and see how they take you. Mm -hmm. So I learned that very early on that you cannot live your life Basically, yeah, to truly be happy, you have to live an authentic life, whatever that means for you. That's what I'm saying. You always stay in your own lane. And authenticity to me is just that, is listening to your body, is being honest with yourself. Because you see, it's one thing. It's bad enough to be an authentic in life and project the persona and go leave it out there. But it's even worse when you do it with yourself because you're essentially stifling your soul and stifling your heart. Mm-hmm. You are holding your heart on a very tight leash if you're mm-hmm. not honest with yourself. And by honest, I mean some raw conversations are in order for a lot of you because, you know, we are our own worst bosses, our own worst critics, but we are also our own worst enablers. Uh, We are really good at allowing ourselves to break our word. And that's where, you know, I tell people all the time, Actually, the number one word you break is with yourself. It's not with other people. It's with you because you tell yourself how you're going to do this, start this, change this in your life, and then you are the one accepting your own excuse five minutes later, five hours later, five days later, right? So this is where... Authenticity to me is truly having your heart unleashed because living from your heart is, you know, it inevitably makes you such a happy human being. It Mm -hmm. literally puts you in such a good place. It puts you in a place where you want to serve others, where you want to inspire them. You want to empower them. I mean, you essentially stop being dependent on what people think about you because if you are authentically happy with who you are, you stop caring about, I mean, not in a bad way. Again, you don't stop caring about the world in a bad way. You just stop caring of people's projections and feelings and emotions. And even if they do that, to you, you are now capable of having a conversation and saying, why do you feel I am this way? Or why do you feel, you know, I'm offending you or trying to hurt you? Whatever, you know, their issue is at the moment, you, you are not afraid to look at you and say, am I really somehow misunderstanding this situation? But you are doing it in a very kind and like honest like raw honest way you know and I like I said I learned that the hard way with a lot of my teens where I would talk to them about things and I'll give you like a very specific example it's probably one of my favorites and it's not um, necessarily the cleanest situation I mean you can judge me the way you want but that is the reality i had a boy who uh, was 15 years old and he was dealing for some situations of being homeless and being in and out of foster care and i remember him saying to me how can you give me advice on that and if you've never been homeless and it was such a like raw moment for me and i thought you know he has a point, whether or not I've experienced some low moments in my life, he has a point of experiencing that raw emotion that I could never probably understand. And so I actually did that. I went and I spent a night on the street and I felt the emotions and the fear and everything else Because I did it for me, I I felt that again, and then from that point on, I can tell you, I curbed myself a lot, even to this day, uh, I curbed myself quite a bit in those situations, because I really dislike teaching what I have not lived. Because it puts you at a whole different momentum. And it's not that you don't know the feelings or you don't know the emotions. Of course, you do by osmosis and experience and having um, a lot of experience and, you know, dealing with situations. But it's still not that same raw, authentic experience. So I try to do that as much as possible in my life and surround myself with people who call me out I am telling you you guys if you don't have friends that have enough gumption guts to whatever you want to call it to tell you what you're doing wrong as a human being they're not your friends you have to have people in your life who are not going to be afraid to say I love you but you are acting like whatever at the moment, you know, because I have my friends do that to me all the time. It just happened to me three weeks ago and I cried because one of my best friends set me down and said, you're not on a path that's best for you. You fell off your purpose. You forgot who you are. You lost joy out of your life. And meanwhile, I am, you know, there with people and I can't come to my clients without, you know, with issues and crying. So obviously I'm projecting this image of being happy and good and lively, but she saw that, that authentically to myself, I wasn't having that joy. And she had enough guts to sit me down and tell me, I'm not going to stand for this. I'm, I know who you are. I know how you meant to be. I know I've seen you in your true state of joy and you're not there now. So whatever it is you need to do to figure it out, you go figure it out. And mm-hmm. I'm telling you, my girls... Are freaking badasses like that. like she said it like I can tell you right now she took it to the point where she said I considered to move you out of my close circle because you are so inauthentic right now with yourself like that's my best friend telling me this it freaking hurt and of course the defensive came up and an ego came up and I was like, you know, internally I'm having the dialogue of who are you to tell me this? You are my best friend. How can you do this to me? But then I walked away. I learned to keep my mouth shut in situations like this. And I walked away and I processed it. And I knew internally, I knew she was right, but yeah. you have to have people like this. You have to have people like this in your life.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I love that you even shared that because it is pretty unfortunate that many of us don't have those friends or you know and that's our job as a coach too right like you're being a you're being a victim or you're being so inauthentic like that's our job you could pay us to do that and then there's that piece but like when you have a friend who can call you out and just like just wow and um something with that that you were sharing about being your word and really like unleashing your heart and staying true like it's easy to get sidetracked. And as an entrepreneur, you you think you're, you know, you're on a mission or a path and it almost, you end up on this like magic carpet ride. Like you're not even steering anymore. And you, you do, you have to like feed in and feed in and feed in. But if you lose yourself in that, if you lose yourself in your schedule, if you lose yourself in your relationships, anytime that you've lost yourself, it's time to start checking back in. And it's great to like, thanks for sharing your story because first off, wholly authentic, but two, for having us being able to take a look, are my friends that real with me? Would my friend check me back into reality or, you know, just bring me back home, you know? And you guys, an invitation that I have for you is like permission, actually, permission to be you, permission to be yourself. And like, Olenka was sharing it is that when you are, when you find your most authentic self and then you be that so fearlessly, you have all of this power and freedom to be yourself that, that the opinions of others don't matter. So the reality check of a best friend will check you, but you already know the answer. Yeah, it stung, didn't it, Olenka? That didn't feel oh, yeah. too great. However, you already knew that. It just got like brought to light for you and you got that chance to look at it, be with it, mourn whatever feelings it caused, but then here you are. In your power. And, you know, it really, it's really great because I think it kind of actually goes back to the beginning of our conversation about how the heck do we build that confidence. And I think you nail it home. So um, I just want to thank you so much for being with us today. It's been an amazing, powerful conversation. I'm sure there's been some hearts unleashed today. Um, You are a gift. You are such a gift. Thank you for, um, thank you for giving up some of the, whatever that you've ever had to give up in order to be as big as you've clearly become. You've given up that blame game. You've given up not willing to collaborate. You, you've given up any inauthenticities and you've just completely told on yourself this whole call and it's epic and it makes an insane difference. It's definitely made a difference with me. And I'm sure it's made a difference with our listeners today. So thank you for who you are. Thank you so much
1: for having me. I mean, yes, I definitely hope that they were hearts unleashed today. It's I love your mission. I love everything you stand for. Because yes, we definitely need more people leaving with their hearts wide open, roaming around. And yes, thank you guys so much for listening. I'm humbled and honored to be here to share my story. Please reach out if I ever can be of any value, add value, add resource. And, you know, to what Abigail said earlier, if you need help, ask for it. If you need a coach, get one. It's whatever you need to have your heart empowered, opened, you know, just shining Unleashed, do it now because it's 100% worth it
0: to live on the other side. Yes. And where do we find you? I heard I start, uh, I start istartfirst.com, but where else can we find you?
1: Uh, com. just under my name. All my social media is under my name. If I respond to you, it's me. It's not a bot. Yes. It's not a paid service. So please reach out, Olenka Cullinan. I am uh, on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. And I would love to hear from you, share feedback, you know, ask questions. So yeah, even with bootcamps and the event, it's all under alinkaconnan.com.
0: Wonderful. Thank you so much for your time today, and hearts. Thank you for cracking that chest open, showing up here with an open mind and open heart, ready to be your fullest self. I love you guys. Go ahead and live the life that you love. Today's Hearts Unleashed episode is brought to you by Conscious Inc. Temporary Tattoos. Of course, these are no ordinary tats, and Conscious Inc. is no ordinary tattoo company. In fact, they are not a temporary tattoo company at all. They're a conscious company that utilizes temporary tattoos, hats, and everything they can get their hands on to support people on their path. Conscious Ink Manifestation Temporary Tattoos consist of a dream list of positive words, inspiring quotes, healing affirmations, and empowering invitations. Even at the most basic level, these messages can have a profound effect by simply reminding us of our intentions as we go about our day. Every Conscious Ink Manifestation Tattoo has been thoughtfully designed specifically to convey the essence of the word, quote, or affirmation. I was personally excited to see they have a temporary tat that I permanently have on my ankle. This too shall pass. Another benefit of temporary tattoos is that they do pass. You can change them as often as you change your mood or as you shift from one intention to another. Conscious Ink tattoos are safe, non-toxic, and exceed the safety standards of the US, FDA, Canada, and the EU made in the USA that contain no animal products or test on animals. So be sure to grab your Conscious tattoo that keeps you on your path and motivated to create a life you love. You have been listening to the Hearts Unleashed podcast. I hope that you found all the inspiration that you needed today and that you take it into your life and take the next action on your dreams. For more information, check out heartsunleashed.com or find me on Facebook at Abigail Gazda and Instagale at Instagram to keep the adventure going.